<laughs> Hi, and welcome back to another episode of High Time for True Crime. I'm Catherine. And I'm Khadijah. Today we're going to be talking about season two of Smothered. Episode five and six. <sighs> we immediately open up on some mess. So yeah. Brittany and Mary are the first two that we see. And Brittany's- what else would they be doing other than laying in Mary's bed discussing Mary's vibrator, which I want everybody to take Confused. a minute Confused. and think back on why Frank got persecuted, <laughs> sent to hell in a fucking handbasket for masturbating. Yes. Frank used his hand, an organic method to beat one off after going to the strip club oh <laughs> on the night of his bachelor party. And he's been in the doghouse for who knows how long about I it. Think they, I think Brittany mentioned that they've been together for like nine years or something. Or no, Mary's like, we've been doing this for like nine years or whatever. And I was like, nine years? I don't even know. But all I know is if it's Frank nice. can't jerk his gherkin, then why you can Mary get, get a freaking vibrator? Yes. And, and why like, is she handling it with Brittany? And yeah. it won't come on because the batteries are dead, which means oh it's God. seeing some, it's got some miles on it. But anyways, <laughs> um, you guys are the ones that listen to our smothered episodes. If you guys weren't listening, we would not be recording these, but this is no. what's happening on the television and we are recounting it. So here we are. Yes. Um, so Brittany is still going to get her tummy tuck and I'm happy for her. Like yeah. if she, whatever is going to make her feel confident and more sex <laughs> symbolish. Yeah. Um, I'm happy for her, but I definitely think that Brittany, <laughs> Brittany's for sure jealous of Frank. Like, I feel yeah. like she cannot get over the fact that her mom is with this man no. and she's not making their relationship any better. Well, what sucks about Mary is Mary has planned a dinner for yes. Brittany and doesn't tell Brittany that Frank no. is invited. So we get to the, to the dinner. Sounds like Mariah and Sandra. Definitely. <laughs> um, it's a cute little seafood restaurant. Yes. The walls are blue. Mary and Brittany's outfits are, are the blue. same shade of blue. And in, in comes Frank in like a nice Gucci like a paisley, Versace whatever. A paisley shirt. Yeah. That's also blue. So it's like a family affair. And of course, for some reason, we're just having some, some drama. Yeah. Um, Brittany says the wildest shit with this she look in her does. eyes. She says, I have two sides. A sweetheart. And, and a the bitch. bitch. And I was like, and I was like, are wow. you okay? I was like, have we just been seeing sweetheart? Is this sweetheart that we've been seeing? Because I've just been seeing awkward, awkward and bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No sweetheart. Awkward moment. bitch lurking in the back. That episode when she was oh just standing God. behind Frank, like staring him down. Hold on, though. I'm the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet. No. <laughs> she had a Sammy sweetheart moment. No. At dinner. I'm the sweetest Okay, I can't, Jersey Shore. But. <laughs> Brittany. For some reason, they're it's talking wild. about mm-hmm. the fucking bachelor night, which is bothering me. The way Brittany's eating her French onion soup oh my is God. also bothering me. It looks me. so gross. It, the cheese is all clumped up it on the It was too spoon. cold. They let it get cold. It was not. It was disgusting. But yeah, Mary's basically having this dinner because she wants Brittany and Frank to get along better. And I was like, well, if you wanted that to happen, maybe you shouldn't have told your daughter your fucking business. I know. Like, why does Brittany even need to know about this shit? Also, we learned that oh Frank, Frank had seven Sorry. tequila shots. Seven. Ooh. They're lucky he made it home that night. Seven tequila shots. He had seven tequila shots. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So they're telling Brittany, and he like, still had the wherewithal to go home and masturbate and, and not, not have sex with the stripper. Yes. I applaud him for that. But it's up to Mary's standards. I don't know if they had a conversation prior 
I just don't understand this. why they consider it to be adultery exactly. and cheating and all of the above. It's just stupid. Basically, the conversation just goes nowhere, and no. Brittany storms off. Of course, Mary follows her. Mm-hmm. They end up awkwardly blocking the entrance to the bathroom. And it's hella just... people. TLC is <laughs> sending everybody to the bathroom right now. Yes. <laughs> just to get this shot. They're making every PA go into the bathroom. And but... it's super awkward that people are just like, why are you standing here? They just walk like right through them and they're like embracing in front of the woman's <laughs> restroom door. This lady's so like, um, excuse me. And Brittany leaves, and then of course Mary stops by the table, yeah. leaves Frank with the bill for all this uneaten exactly. food. He was and just like, she was like, so what are you gonna do? And and, he, and she's like, I'm going to like comfort Brittany, like I have to go. And he's like, are you serious? Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? And I'm sure you were just like, Frank, roll up those paisley sleeves and get to eating because exactly. these bitches have left. Oh, the power is back power. on. Oh my god. So my so power weird. went out like two hours ago because it's been storming. And my eyeballs are on. Fire right yeah. now. My people. I'm going to turn one of those off. What was that? The printer. It's alive again. Why does the printer need to make a... The chime sound? No, it's alive. Basically. Okay. We're going to pause and turn off this overhead light because we're vampires. And I thought just need. <laughs> I, think, I think it's because of light. But basically that's really all we see from Mary and Brittany mm-hmm. in this episode. Um, There's not really much else to say. It was a really awkward dinner and... Brittany pretty much found out like all of the details about stri- Frank and the strippers and the masturbation and all that stuff. And I'm like, why are we giving? Why are we giving her even more ammo at this point? Because yeah. she's already she like, hates the way hates she stalks him. around. Frank terrifies me. It does. I feel really, really, and I'm like, how is this girl going to be a police officer? She can't control her emotions with her. <sighs> not really. Not really. Stepdad. Would it be really weird if Frank was actually Brittany's biological dad? Okay, I saw a picture of Brittany's biological dad, and he is a cop. Um, but um, also, I... I thought you said he was a cop, and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, God. Um, also, I noticed TLC is shady as hell because Frank... Oh, my God, yes. The word husband is an air quote. I told you. I told you last episode, I was like, girl. I don't even know if I noticed you telling me that, but when I saw it, when I peeped it, I was Absolutely like. Absolutely <laughs> shady. Absolutely Because they are not legally I mean, honestly, we are going to be when I make my notes, I put Frank, <laughs> Mary's quote unquote the husband. <laughs> oh my God. I hate everything. But yeah, that's pretty much all of that hot mess. Fucking mess. So we get to episode six and. Frank. Um, stayed in the, the, uh, what is it? A dry cleaner the or whatever? Taylor shop. The tailor shop overnight. Um, Frank arrives home and Mary looks like she still hates him or maybe that's just her face. Also, Brittany just pops in there and someone needs to let her stop tying scarves in her hair because she just, <laughs> she's got a lot going on. I hate the shirt she's wearing. She's making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and then she has this hideous scarf tied on her hair. I'm I sorry. Hate she just needs to go scarf. somewhere while they fix their issues. But yes. no, she's right up in the middle of it. And the crazy thing is that Mary <laughs> speaks to, speaks to Brittany, but does not want to speak to Frank at no. all. And exactly. I'm just like, you guys hate him. Turn him loose. Please let, let this him man go. go. And um, and then like there's like a really weird like the next part. Brittany and Frank are sitting so close to each other, and it made me so yes. nervous. 
Yes, she and she also was like sitting in a way that she was like perched on the couch, couch yeah, like an owl or something. Like she's ready to pounce. I don't know. Her body language is so much right now. Oh my goodness. Um, but like they do kind of have a little bit of a breakthrough, I guess. Because yeah. Frank's like, you know, I'm honestly jealous of your relationship. Yeah. You know, you guys are always like showering together or sleeping in the same bed. Like maybe let me touch my yes. air quote wife. He didn't even say that. But I was like, wait, what? He said that? I mean, he, he alluded to it. Like, yeah. what else would he be jealous of? You know what I mean? He, like, he literally would, like, come home and, like, the both of them would be in the bed together sleeping. And he's just yeah. like, where the fuck do I sleep? I'm also not getting in the bed with you and your grown-ass fucking daughter. No. Which, <laughs> speaking of daughters, we learned that Frank does yes. have a daughter, a biological daughter, and he hasn't talked to her in a couple of years. Like six years or something. Yeah, and today, this particular day is her birthday, and yeah. then he actually reached out to her, and they sweet. contacted each other. Mary immediately starts sobbing from her very but tight her face. face doesn't move. Yeah. <laughs> Her face does not move. It looks like if you were trying. It looks like if fruit leather was condensating. <laughs> but not yeah. a fruit leather condensating. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah. I. So then later that day, though. Yeah. Um. So. So um. What are your predictions for the future? I feel like. I mean, we do see a little preview that Brittany's going to have a date. I don't know how the hell that's going to go. Uh, um, I just hope she's not glaringly awkward. <laughs> I know it's going to be awkward in some capacity. Yeah. Um, I feel like Frank is... Frank is way too calm to be dealing with what's always going on. I don't know yeah. what I think he is. just really loves Mary. It could be that. It could be the plastic surgery we learn about later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, best Maybe believe. he's just not expressing it with his face. Maybe not. But yeah, he is extremely calm. I mean, he gets upset. He expresses himself. Yeah, but he's like weirdly calm. <laughs> yeah, and he's doing, I mean, he's doing what, like, he's trying to make it better. And I'm just like, Brittany, like, give him a break. Also, this isn't your fucking relationship. Also, Mary, why would you tell your daughter All this your shit. business? Like, Also, I really want to know you how you feel if somebody daughter. actually cheated on you with their whole dick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Way worse. Uh, but, I mean, I also think that Brittany feels the way that she feels towards Frank also, like, some of her issues from what she has had, ex- what she's experienced with other guys. I think that's, like, also kind of what he's getting to is that, like, her insecurities with her guys that she's been with and then also, like, the pain that, you know, he's caused her mother. Yeah. But. He's trying. Yeah, he's trying his best. Ridiculous. And she's reading him for filth every step of the way. And I don't know how much more he's going like, to take, honestly. Okay, honestly, truly, like, I don't know who she thinks she is reading him for filth. And she's yes. never even, like, had a significant other or sex or anything. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. I honestly don't like the fact that she reads him for filth. I'm just kind of like, Mary, your relationship is going to end. But none of these people have, like, healthy relationships with their partners except for probably Don and Mason. Yeah, and obviously I feel like Jared and Cher is pretty Well I mean I'm talking about oh, like the mothers. Oh well Jared gets annoyed but like Jared has a backbone. Yeah he has like a backbone Jason. and he communicates so I think they can always yeah. work together. But the rest of these people are just a mess. All, yeah all yeah all Frank and Mary are ridiculous. They're but, always, yeah. she's always snapping at him too. And I'm just like, so do you love him or not? Cause like, I am getting the vibe that you hate this man. Yeah. Like you hate him. Truly deeply. But anyways, Brittany and. Brittany and Mary. Yeah. Um, the next mother daughter duo that we see. 
Isn't it Sunni and Angelica? Sure. We'll go Sunni and I mean, Angelica. That's, that's what I have in mind. Yeah, that's what I have next. But okay. we open, of course, in the effing tub. Um, per usual, it's just, here we are talking shit about Jason again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Sun He is still going off about Jason, like, not fixing things. Yeah. And she's just like, he's unacceptable. He's not right Okay, but Angelica. we do cut to his his apartment, his house. Oh, my God. This is and the most And they, honestly, they him. should have done a crossover with Hoarders and hired the crew from For Hoarders to come real. and get his ex's shit out of his Okay, place. so let's just lay out the what's happening here. So Jason's ex has given him a list of things that she would like for him to retrieve okay. from the garage, which is a sea of shit. It looks like also, the scene of Wally with all the shit just yes piled everywhere. up. Nothing makes sense. It makes no sense in Vegas for her to have half the shit. Why is she no. asking about snow boots when she lives in Vegas? I don't I think mean, she lives in Vegas. I think well, she, she lives a few anymore. hours away. But the thing is, they've been broken up for, for two, two years. years. So any of the shit that's still lingering there, unless it's like sentimental, it's probably yeah. out of style, dry rotted, or by moths. Whatever. She doesn't want it. And I mean, she gave him a list of like 20 things that she wanted. And yeah. Angelica invites her fucking mom to come over. And I'm like, also, Jason, why the fuck would you invite Angelica? Angelica, let her stay home. Why are you showing? Like, don't let her see this shit. Don't but I'm just like, TLC probably also is just like, Let's you have it. to Let's be go. here for drama. Yeah. But at the same time, just like, why would you invite her over? Like, if, it, it, it upsets her. Like, she gets upset. And also, Sunhee didn't really need to fucking be there. It's not like she's helping. She's sitting down in a fucking chair. As soon as they get her going. Okay, so this is what happens with Sunhee. So she's there. She's acting like she's fixing to help. She mm-hmm. plops mm-hmm. her ass down. In a chair she between goes the two to of them. Half of a hamper and comes across some undergarments. Undergarment. And then Ooh. she acts like she's about to pass out. And she's yeah. like, This is so disgusting. Clean. I don't want to touch. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to touch this. And Angelica's like, I don't want to touch her stuff. Also, how dare your ex girlfriend think that she can tell you what to do? She needs to come get her shit. And Jason's like, If you want it gone, like, this is how we're going to do it. She said, Literally, give me these 20 items and then everything is done and Jason is like trying I mean he's just too fucking nice he's too fucking nice and I'm just like I need for you to be assertive with her and just be like look no I understand that I fucked up and I think that's what they want they're waiting for him to like give accountability I guess verbally but he's been showing up with his actions at the same time like every fucking corner we turn there's something new, Jason. But speaking of, okay, oh, yes. so we transitioning into yes, he is hiding something again. Yes, which he's not even really like. It's not that big of a deal. Angelica, no. as we learn, already knew, but his ex was on his phone plan. Mm-hmm. But he took his ex off of his phone plan. He also he fixed had, his bank account yeah. situation, and boom, he got his <laughs> fucking <laughs> divorce, divorce papers signed without soon he's trifling. And she ass. is. She's so angry. Angelica's and this is after they stopped after they were been bitching at him all day long. Why do we have to do this? Why are you doing this? How dare your ex-girlfriend, Jason, this is you don't understand how this has affected me. And I'm like, oh my god, you didn't even have to be here. Also, Jason, why would you let them be here? Like, and why didn't you handle this? Why didn't you like this this? is all just fucking annoying? It is. I mean, he at least got like a couple of things knocked out, but that's everything. That's the whole list, Catherine. I'm there's always sure. more to the list though because like then some we people see, never be okay but wait no no there's more to the list because then uh, like there's that awkward moment where he asked Angelica to Angelica to remove that yeah. promise ring over to her ring finger for a quote pre-engagement which okay okay the breaks, that all. is tacky as hell okay but wait I have a question 
do you think that's like Charlie and Charlie's costume jewelry? You think that bitch is real? Because I, I don't know what Girl, Jason does. No, though. it's not real. There's no way it's real. That's just um, huge. It's huge, but also it, he wouldn't buy something like that for a pre-engagement. You know I don't know. know maybe he's trying like, to impress her mother. You know, but I feel like Sun He would read him for filth if she knew that thing was fake. She'd have been like, "How dare you put this on my fucking daughter's finger?" <laughs> like I don't this know. I costume think it's fake. jewelry. I think it's fake. I think it's fake too, but I also don't know what he does. And also sometimes a lot of TV shows will pay money for you to get an engagement ring. Or it's probably from props or some shit. Yeah. But the realty. Um but all yeah. I know is so they ask like they're trying to work out the situation to move it over. Yeah. And I do agree with Angelica because she's like, actually it doesn't feel right on this finger. Yeah. I'm gonna move it back. And I'm like, Jason, stop trying to pressure her. Just let her she's wearing the ring. Okay. Yeah. Like Sunny could have literally took that and Shot it, ac- it. it across the <laughs> across the world. She could have taken it to um, Omaha, Nebraska, and flushed it down the toilet. But yeah, we so see Jason is making this. He's making progress. Mm-hmm. He's making moves. It's never going to be enough for them. No. Literally, nothing is ever going to be enough for them. So no. it's it is it's what just it is. not enough. And I mean, Angelica is happy. She's just like, I hope my mom doesn't ruin this moment. Granted, son, he saves her her remarks for the end. But at the same time, she's just like, I don't know what you're going to do, Jason. Because every time I turn around, there's just something new. And you're just not good enough for Angelica. And I'm like, oh my god. She's so fucking awful. (laughs) I could never imagine having a mother-in-law like that. No. There's just so much that goes on that will never be enough. Like No. Not at all. And, I mean, Jason's doing everything he can, but I'm just like, if something else comes up, Jason, I swear to God, I will slap you I was waiting for another, another woman or something. Like, a, a child to secretly be like, there's actually a woman that lives in my basement. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> an entire person. But, yeah. But that's really all there is this week for that's... the next episode. Episode six. Oh, goodness. Brett is in town and it's also awkward as hell because they're fighting and they haven't talked in two weeks. Yes. And he was just like, I thought that she would check up on me, but I guess I know how to mean to her. And I was like, so basically the gist of the fight is that she doesn't want to bridge the gap. No. Brett has two teenage sons that we learn about that are 13 and 16. (sighs) Brett is stuck on her, but he's also kind of realizing that she would pick Angelica Angelica over him in a heartbeat. If she had to throw water or piss on somebody, it definitely would not be Brett. She'd piss on herself before she'd piss on Brett. Yes. (laughs) Like, uh, it's pretty bad. It's tense as hell. I feel bad for him. Like, he really, they've been together for like four years, I think, and they've been engaged for two. Yeah. I mean, they they have a moment where they're interviewing him, and you can tell he's just like emotional. He's like, I know what she means to me, but I know where I fall in line with her priorities. And if she's not willing to commit to me a little bit more than like, I'm just going to have to move on. Like, he really is like accepted that I can't, she's not, there's no point in fighting because... No. She's not going for it. But it's double date time. This is like my favorite whenever Brett comes into town because they do like interviews with Brett and Jason together. I love Brett and Jason together because when they're together, they're unstoppable. But when they're apart, I feel so bad for both of them. (laughs) Well, we don't get to see Brett whenever they're apart. Well, not not that much. A couple episodes earlier, but yeah, no, not much at all. But yeah, Jason now has backup because Brett honestly thinks that, you know, Jason's a good guy and that Angelica and Jason should live their life in Las Vegas and yeah. that Sunhi should bring her behind to Omaha, Nebraska and chill out. Like, be yeah. with your fiance. Like, 
do fiance things. Like, I don't Honestly, know, plan a wedding, get married, move in together, finally. get a life. But anyways, <laughs> um, so, I literally so, in my notes have that Jason and Brett need a guy's night out together. They do. I would watch a show of them doing, no, I wouldn't actually. No. Um, I lied. That's how we end up with shows like fucking Darcy and Stacy or Stacy and Darcy or whatever it's going to be. I don't even, I, mm, <laughs> but, um, so they're double dating and Angelica and Jason show up first and Angelica yes. says that she knows that her mom and Brett are fighting and she also had her well she didn't have her mom her mom three-way three called, called her, her into their relationship issue conversation and Brett had no clue so Angelica's yeah. literally sitting there in her fucking black fucking turtleneck strap up shirt that she's worn every fucking episode yeah. on mute yes. <laughs> probably in her mom's bath water uh. <laughs> Oh my god. Listening to this conversation, listening to them have a fight, have an argument. That Jason was just like, Are you fucking kidding me? I wouldn't expect that from Angelica. That'd be some shit that Sun He would be like, I demand for you to keep me on this call or something yes. like that. But the that like just showed and exposed like a whole new level of like fucked up in their relationship. Like yeah. It honestly is some some fucking uh Britney and Mary shit. Yes. <laughs> I didn't really expect that from Angelica. I didn't expect her to be that way. But, like, she gets, like, really upset when Jason's like, don't you think that's... That's a little fucked. Yeah, like, that's a little fucked and that you probably shouldn't be, in, you know, treating on their calls. And she was like, well, we care about each other and we're going to look out for each other. So that's like, why I was Like, if you really care about each other, let's talk about boundaries. Y'all need some. For real. I was like, you guys think that this is a healthy relationship. You guys do realize you're on a show about unhealthy mother-daughter relationships, right? But um, Angelica gets pissy at him and then... Fucking son, he and Brett walk up in that bitch, and it is cold, ice cold, baby girl. And that that table, it looks so awkward. First of all, everyone's like two feet away from the table. It's like they were social distancing before it was a thing. I don't know. It must be like a tapas bar, like a hookah lounge or something, because they were like so far back. And I was like, this is awkward. No one's also no one's talking. No one's making any eye contact. Jason and Brett kind of start shooting the shit a little they bit. They do. Yeah, yeah, they have a conversation. Um, the first thing that they start talking about is pretty much just like you know Brett's congratulating Jason about his divorce papers because yeah. Jason's like, guess what, bitch? I'm divorced! And yeah. Brett's like, that's right, my boy, yeah. you divorced. Look at Jason, becoming part of the family. Hopefully we both won't be fiancés for the rest of our lives. Right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they might as well be brother husbands, yes. honestly, at this point. But of course soon he has to swoop in and express uh, her discontentment just like always. And it gets even more tense. Um, basically, Jason tells her, though, like, you need to worry about, about your, your relationship. relationship. And, I was and like, Brett are sick of her shit. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, Brett was like, I agree that we should worry about our relationship. And then. Yes, but then the Angelica and Brett are thin to square up. Shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Angelica nutted the fuck up, but Brett nutted back. It was so, okay, maybe wording. <laughs> But, okay, so this is what happened. So after Jason was just like, son, he, you need to worry about your own relationship. And Brett was like, I agree. And Angelica was like, oh, hell no. Nah. You ain't about to fucking, like, talk to my mama like that. I don't care who the fuck you are, Brett. She's still hot off that fucking three-way call that she was muted on. And she's just like, 
you she was like um i don't understand why you're trying to get her to move to omaha you need to relocate down to las vegas this is when we find out that brett has two 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 teenage sons yeah 13 and 16 yeah 13 and 16 and he was like well i have two teenage sons it's kind of hard to separate myself so he has at least five more years of needing to be where he's at at exactly yeah and she's just like well they don't need you that bad bitch you're twice their age that's what he said. He literally was like, um, you're 31, you're 32 years old and you can't even separate your your mama and yeah. you want me to separate myself from my teenage sons? Think about that. Yes. And I was like, oh Brett, Brett. Brett, hitting back. And I was like, Jason and Brett. They yes. need a night out. They, they need, need a night yeah, out. They needed, honestly, they should have just went and frank to the strip club at that point because they both deserved it. But also, I kind of was wondering if Jason felt like he was kind of out of the doghouse in that moment. Like, oh, I, he's never, Jason, I know, but Jason like, stays clenched. Jason's just like, I'm always. <laughs> but Brett fire. was like, in the doghouse. Oh, yeah. Son, he was not looking at him or talking to him. Well, she was really pissed at him from earlier, which, I mean, honestly, from what I'm gathering, it was mostly her fault because she was the one that didn't reach out to him. Yeah. So I don't know if he was reaching out to her. It seems like he was. I'm pretty sure Brett's the kind of guy that would be like, Yo, hey, babe. What's, hey. How's it going? Hey. Hello. Hey, gorgeous. You there? He seems like I love you. Yeah. I hope you're having a good night. I know you're not talking to me, but I really hope that you, you know, you know that I love you, my fiance. <laughs> um... But, but yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what happens. They just, yeah. Mm, I, I don't just, even I really stand up and clap yeah. for them. They were really, they weren't playing. And no, Jason and Brett both came out of the woodwork. Like they came out fighting swinging. back. Yeah. But um, the girls, so like they have like a, um, okay, also one thing. One thing that I noticed the whole time, Jason and Angelica were holding hands the whole entire time. And I was like, Jason, if you don't let her hand go, she don't deserve that right now. Right. Also, you know you're going to need two hands to eat. Just go ahead and get ready. As far away from that fucking table as you are. But at the end, they have like a little interview with Angelica and Sunhi. And (laughs) these bitches are just like, I don't understand what they have a problem with. They knew what they were getting into in the first place and they just need to get over it. If they can't get with it, then like they need to leave. We're meant for each other. And I was like, I'm done. just the level of commitment that they have to each other it's like nobody could ever get through it and it's just like why would somebody even try and it's truly just unfair the fact that angelica said you can leave your teenage sons and come be here yeah that really fucked with me like i typically like angelica i do too but she's like that was that was a moment where I was like, you know, you are in the wrong here. Mm-hmm. You're acting like your mama, and mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that son he actually likes, <laughs> I think she likes, likes him. anything. I think but, she's like a lizard and she needs warmth. Just lizard people. Yeah. Um, because I, I think in like season one, she even mentions at some point she's just like if, um, like, I haven't committed to Brett because I need Angelica to, like, be all right. And, yeah. like, I don't really want to leave her. And I'm just kind of like, why would you be in a relationship with someone that you can't even commit to? Your daughter comes first. You're so that many times. Along. Honestly. And I'm like, you don't even live in the same state with him. You don't spend most of your time with him. So, like, what is the point? Do you even enjoy his company? Yeah. Or is it, like... But, you know, when people get, like, older, they have, like... What do they call them? I don't know. Flings? Yeah. If your grandmother had, like, a boo, I don't know. They have words for this, but yeah, I can't. I'm, 
I'm blanking right now. But like, yeah, I was like, maybe he's just like her boo. But I'm like, y'all are in like engaged. engaged. That's yeah. a big step. And the fact that Sunny even said yes is what I'm shocked at. Yeah. You would think that no man would ever be good enough for her. Well, then Angelica tries to kind of give Suni some of her own medicine and mm-hmm. point out that Brett isn't good enough either. It's just yeah. weird. They're both so toxic. This is my least favorite relationship, I think. Honestly. By far. <sighs> but speaking of our favorite, um, Don and Cher. Well, I don't know if they're my favorite anymore, but... Don is being a Dawn real being a annoying... She's not in episode five. They're not in episode five. No, But they are in episode six. six and Don is being competitive as hell because Cher has hired a lactation consultant. Mm-hmm. Because all Don has to say is, Just power through the pain, Cher! Yeah, and Cher's like, I don't... I would like to, you know... Talk to an expert. Talk to an expert. And she was just like, You don't want to take my advice. Why yeah. wouldn't you come to me first? And Cher's like, I did come to you first. The advice didn't work. My notes say that Don is on Cher's other tit. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> she literally just won't shut up. No, she's she won't. Like, she's so hurt that Cher would bring somebody in. She's being so fucking dramatic. Her mm-hmm. voice keeps getting louder and higher yeah. and more broken. They're in matching she's outfits, of course. Already. They're wearing jean, jean dresses. dresses. And like the lactation specialist shows up and she's just like... I loved her. She's yeah, so she was cute. really nice. Yeah. And she was just like, I don't really see mom, grandma, and baby, you know, wearing matching outfits, but I think it's very precious bond that they have. And I was she like, also girl, said, you don't even know. She also was shady without being shady and she was like sometimes it is possible for the support person to be too, too involved. involved yeah and I was like that's exactly what Don needs to hear yes but you know she's just kind of like Cher why wouldn't you tell me that you hired why wouldn't you would tell me if you made an appointment why didn't you tell me she's like I'm I just telling you now yeah yeah like, I didn't I have to tell you at all I didn't tell you when I wiped my ass mom god damn right? she yeah she's really 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 on one she the whole time, I was super annoyed with with Don. I was just like, Sherry, you need to kick her out. Which, yeah, she was driving me crazy. I mean, but, we'll get there eventually. But. Yeah, but the um, lactation consultant, you know, she's like teaching Sherry like all the positions and stuff. And her mom just keeps interjecting the whole time. And I'm just like, Don, if you do not shut I literally say, if you up, do not sit down somewhere, I'm going to lose it. I she was just, just, and the lactation consultant, she handled it perfectly. She, did. she always had something to say. Like, she literally like, had a fake tit for Dawn to pretend was hers. Oh my God. For the baby. And she was just like, maybe she just needed some attention, honestly, which that's basically what okay. Dawn needs is just some attention. She does, but also, I'm going to give Dawn some credit because this bitch is sitting like She's on her on knees late. on yeah. the couch, like, like very athletic. I'm like, this woman is 60 something years old. You see how tiny they are? Yes. You know, they fold up like origami. She has, she folded, her, she folded herself up, perched herself on the couch and was nursing her fake baby like it was I was like maybe you should get her a fake baby share <laughs> okay know. wait in a preview for like the next episode she's holding a fake baby when she's talking to Mason good seriously good I think that's gonna calm her down I don't know. Maybe she's going to get, like, a monkey. You know those, like, people that get monkeys out totally when they have, like, empty nest syndrome? with a fucking pet monkey. I mean, she and also like, lives a bedazzled, in like, vest or something. A bedazzled vest or a collar or a hat or something. It'd be a match. Yeah. No, they'd be wearing matching outfits. Oh, yeah, it would match, for sure. She'd be like, Shea, this is your little furry sister. <laughs> <laughs> We're quadruplets. <laughs> oh, my God. But I honestly think that Dawn is a very loving person. Honestly, she I wish she was so intense. I think she just needs to like go like, hu- like hold hobby. some babies in the NICU I or think, something. I she needs like, to like do something loving. I think she needs to like 
I do don't f- know if Dawn, like the way she acts, it's like I don't know if she ever, I think maybe all she was was a homemaker. And then yeah. now that she doesn't have her kids at home, she mm-hmm. does lack that sense of purpose. And that's why yeah. it's such a big She does need a her. hobby. She, she needs, needs something to do. Like, and I wonder what her friends. 60. Yeah, I'm like, I wonder like how her friends are. Like, do you, yeah. like, oh, we don't get to see you because you're too busy, like, in New York with your daughter. Yeah. Spending a night in their fucking two bedroom apartment, which the bedroom is not for you, was for Baby Belle. Yeah. Maybe she's just sleeping there, you know, alone. But, you know, things are getting intense and Cher is just kind of like, I have a secret or not secret. Well, they always say I have a secret. I have something that I have to tell my mom and Jared and I have been talking about it. And I'm like, so you're going to tell your mom to get the fuck out, right? But they're like, we'll, you know, reveal it the next episode. But basically, like, tell to tell her mom to get the get fuck them. out. Yeah. Get because out. Jared's over it. And I mean, honestly, Cher's over it too, but she was not willing to say it. And in the next episode, it's not really a spoiler, but next episode, Cher's just kind of like, I know that if Jared doesn't push me, then things won't like, things like this won't get done because it is very hard for me to see my mom, you know, be upset. And I know she doesn't want to do it on purpose. It's just that these are the moments that she needs to be sharing (laughs) with her family. Yes. And her mom is making it very stressful. She's always butting in. She's always like trying to throw her opinion in there and Cher's just like, I will ask you to share when I need it. Okay, I'm done. Um, (laughs) But she just can't. She can't let go. But my prediction is just that she's going to have to get the fuck out and she's just going to be in Florida and sad. My prediction is that they're literally going to have to tell her like a million different ways to get the fuck out. Like, she's I don't think she's going to go easily. I think no. she's going to just... like, I'll probably just get an Airbnb down the street yeah. or something. Okay, I can like, I already put an application in for your um, apartment. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And I'm like, Mason, Mason's uh, the dad, or, well, and also Dawn's husband. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, Mason, what do you do whenever she's not in town? Because I know she ain't in town for, like, weeks at a time. Yeah. I'm like, spend it's, some time with your husband. Yes. Like, you guys. Spend some time with your third child. Or I don't think a third child that we literally haven't met or heard the name of. Which I'm pro- pretty sure they probably are around, but they just don't want to be on TV. Does um, the hot brother, does he live in New York too? Grant, I don't know. But he's like he very does. hot and a doctor. Grant, if you're All listening. All doctors. You can put that blow up baby costume on and come find me anytime. I'm just kidding. That shit was horrible. <laughs> I'm done. You can find me. He's like two times your height. <laughs> Good. Are we complaining? Um, but I think that's 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 it. Wait, did you get a prediction? Yeah, I did. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, who's the next? Um, well, two? we do see um, Kathy and Christina. They're not in episode six, but they are in episode five for like a second. All they really do is break the news to Carly that. Christina, Carlo, and them are moving in, mm-hmm. and Carly basically just panics because what Christina and Kathy don't know is that Carly has a boyfriend. Do you think the same guy? Um, yeah, I think so. Because who else would he she was, have met? He was nice. He was really over. sweet. Yeah, yeah, he was cute. He was like out of all of them, I could see him her being with. the most yeah. like unique. There were some her. Mm, delicious, scrumptious. The ones. man that had the long hair that came in holding a bottle of wine. I was like, this is exactly what I want. Honestly, if Grant had hair like that and brought me a bottle of wine, <laughs> that would be my ideal. Deal. 
But um, but yeah, like, you know, Carly's just trying to. She's just trying to get some fucking space, and now she's gonna have even less because. And the thing is that, like, really fucking pisses me off is that Kathy is just like, okay, I understand, but at the same time, like, it's just the way she's saying it just rubs me the wrong way. But you know, they're just like, are you gonna let Carly know that we're moving in? And she's like, why would I need to tell her? her? Why would I even need to notify her? It's my house. I don't care. She's gonna have to get over it. And then you get upset when she doesn't want to do things. And I'm like, you could at least give her the courtesy of being like, hey, your sister's coming to stay here. You could have given her, like, a week or two just to mentally prepare, even. Or, like, you know, like, just to kind of get ready to either stay more to her own or, like, you know, whatever. You know. (laughs) And you were like, they were new. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They even knew that she was going to be upset because she was just like, when they get together, they're awful but yeah. when they're separate they're fine i believe that because when they get together they literally they're trifling are always the worst and honestly all of them are all of the ones that i didn't really mind are getting on my nerves yes um but, but not as much elena and Marsha aren't in this episode either no they aren't they don't really get much airtime. no they don't but also i don't really even know what predictions i have for carly and kathy other than Annoying carly shit. is going to be annoyed and carlo carly and know. carlo are going to be fucking they're going to team up i hope i hope they start teaming yeah i mean they're about to move in and kathy's already getting everything ready but i yeah, yeah it's just gonna be a shit show and christina and kathy aren't in episode six so we don't even have to talk about them anymore, anymore. um the... so in episode five the last duo that's in episode five is Sarah and Lori. I hate them. Lori, I do too. I mean, they, they're like kind of cute occasionally. I don't like But them. I just, yeah. Lori's laid up with her wiener dogs and her fucking wiener dog pants. They're on the <laughs> phone discussing why Miguel is upset, which yeah. obviously you guys are being obnoxious. Um, Lori does admit that she thinks that nobody would be good enough for her daughter. So she's at least like self-aware enough to be like, okay, maybe it's not that Miguel's not great. It's just that I don't think anybody would be good enough. I honestly don't think that Miguel's good enough for her because she's trying to rush this wedding and it's not working. He's not bending at the knee and he already told them, I will not. I also think that Sarah is so fucking obsessed with her mom and her mom's health that she literally can't be a wife right now. Hey, well, she's not a wife. She's not even a fiance. I'm just saying, she's like, you know, what well, saying? Yeah, like, now it's not the time because she's no. so like. There's no way she'd be able to concentrate on she, anything. Her mom else. comes before her fucking boyfriend. Her own sanity. Yeah, honestly, I hate the way that Sarah speaks when she's talking to her mom. She talks yes, to her mom like she's, like she's a child, and, and it's so annoying. Also, something else that I fucking hate <laughs> is how they whip out this dish of baby teeth from Lori's nightstand while they're a crystal, like a like a nice crystal. Oh, it's like, like a candy dish yeah and her teeth are in there and they start smelling them and talking about how there's just these are memories and all the times we've moved they've made it and i'm like listen i'm into some like witchy shit but even teeth that's fucking weird Weird. it's weird you guys are unhealthily obsessed with each other yeah I wanted to fast forward, but I watched it because we were doing it on the podcast. I was like, let me go ahead and get all the notes that I can and just, like, mentally erase it from my brain. But Sarah even says, like, it's nice for someone to show appreciation and love towards her by having her teeth. And I was like, so serial killer or something? Like, that's, no. I mean, I understand, like, I can understand if, like, you collect your kid's teeth and you put in, like, a thing or whatever special, like, kid's first teeth or whatever. Yeah, but it's, like, open air in a fucking... And it's all of them. And it's huge, like... Yeah, all, all of, them. of them. And the thing is, like, way too big for the teeth. I 
It's too nice. It's like it's a too nice big. It's too nice. There's no lid. It's no. just willy nilly. The fact that it has no drawer. lid on it, I think that's what's really scheming me. I out. thought that Mary having a fucking oh. vibrator in her nightstand was going to gross me out. Where too. is she going to put it at? I'm just saying that I would rather any day somebody whip a vibrator out of their nightstand than a container of tea. Yeah. Any day. Any I mean, day. that would definitely ruin a hookup <laughs> if someone. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's why I don't get on Tinder. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, we're not trying to end up dead because I would have to make like a five part series. Yes. Podcast. And I would be raising hell in the streets. Faux show. To find you and also raising your daughter. Trying to. Good luck. <laughs> she well, she's dying to come to my house. I told did tell her I have Elsa three, so yeah, you gonna have to deliver on that. But basically, that's just, all for episode five. I was gonna say it was just gonna be me and like various wigs and like sheets <laughs> singing go. badly. Go it, let just like basically making up different words. Um. um anyways, that's... all we have left is episode six. Um, Elena and Marsha were not in episode five. No. Um, but so the first thing that I open with my notes is, "Come on, Elena, you have a song about the highway. It's time to get your yeah, ass behind the wheel." Highway. Yes. Um, but it was cute because okay, so Marsha is trying to teach Elena how to drive. She's yeah. twenty one. She's in college. It's about goddamn time. Marsha's like almost seventy and having to drive her ass like yeah. three hours round trip to, to go to college. And Elena's so. just like, "Well, if my mom is unable to drive me to college." then we won't have time together and I was like you can call her while you're driving your ass back to school you that you come from to and fro every fucking weekend which okay we do have a cute moment it's kind of cute it's kind of cute and it's fucking annoying they're dressed really cute and they get in the car she looks like a banana okay they're kind of cute though like I don't know like they're trying to be cute those are outfits that you would wear I would wear Lena's outfit I know you would I would wear the yellow hat, but I wouldn't style it like Her that. mom is wearing a yellow hat and a fucking yellow ring. With a navy like, scarf with the white stars all <laughs> looking over like it. Looking like Curious George. With <laughs> or like um, Paddington Bear, kind of. I was saying Paddington Bear, but Paddington Bear is blue. But he, has, he's, he has a yellow hat. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. But they vibe to her little, or excuse me, they, they bop to her little song. Mar- these her are Marcia's words. Like she, or Marcia's words. She said, they, we have to bop. We have to bop. With their little pom-poms But immediately. After their cute little moment, oh hell! Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, first of all, so Elena sorry. has to sit in a car seat on top of pillows with the pillow propping her up, and I was like, "Does she need like pedal extensions? Yeah, like, why like can't is they there a more legit way, way to get her instead of this unsecure wobbly wobbly yeah. beanbag making me shoot Because if heaven forbid she actually was actually yeah. in an accident, then I think she would need to be. In something Honestly, that was actually meant to be driven in. Why haven't they made like seat covers like that you could put over the seat and then like? Zip it in, and it's like a booster, like for people that are a little bit shorter. Don't take my fucking idea. Copy right. I will come after you. But yeah, they needed to hire somebody to teach her because yeah. immediately when she's going to pull out of the driveway, somebody has to honk at her because uh, maybe that, here that she might have been editing. She maybe. wasn't that close. To, she wasn't even that close to the thing. It's true. It's true. But she was stressing me out when she was trying yeah. to parallel park. She didn't want to slow down for a no. pedestrian crosswalk. And her mom was like, literally like, stop, stop, go, stop. wait, stop, go. She was and she's like, like, I don't have to stop. Shit. I don't think she takes her mom seriously. She's always giggling yeah. when her mom is like being serious. And I'm like. Are you nervous? Or are you intentionally are you fucking this up so you don't have to do it again because you just don't want Probably. to? Because she's like straight up says she doesn't want to drive because no. she doesn't want to have the excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, she wants her mom to drive for her. She wants her mom to spend more time with her. And I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. 
But they pretty much, you know, take it back to the house and like that. Yeah, they get really upset. Well, she was crying while she was yelling at her for trying to parallel park. Yes, and And she's like, "You're so mean," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, girl, yeah, she's like, you're so mean." You can't act like an adult in one breath and then be like playing up the fact that you're like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Your mom is trying to teach you, but like you." don't act like you're taking it serious. And I was like, okay, yeah, your mom yelled at you because you were driving, but she was trying to tell you, like, You're operating a motor vehicle. You have to be paying attention. And I was like, yeah, my mom yelled at me and I cried when I learned My dad yelled at me all the time when I was (laughs) driving. It was a rite of passage. Yeah, but it's just kind of like, they're literally telling you, like, you can die. I'd much rather have someone yell at me than fucking crash a car. Yeah. And she's like, you're just, you're so mean. And she's like, what? And she's like, you're so mean. Yeah, she's like whispering it. I hate it. And it's not like she's telling her in the car. She's telling her in the interview interview after they, like, this is, like, days later. And they're, like, recounting what happened. I'm sorry. This is so mean. We're being mean Okay, but, like, it has nothing to do with the fact that she has something that will put her at a disadvantage for driving. It's the fact that she emotionally just doesn't want to drive. It's not that she can't drive. I get that it's scary, but she even says that the reason. Yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like the reason that she doesn't want to do it is an yeah. emotional one, not because yeah. she it's not yeah, not because she's like scared. Because if die. she was really scared, I think she'd be listening to her mom and not just yeah. fucking jerking the steering wheel around, not looking. But I don't know. yeah, I don't. I wrote they got into a little tiff. A tiff. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. What are your predictions for these two? Um, I think Elena is going to slowly kind of start doing more shit for herself, mm-hmm. but not because she wants to. No. I think they're going to have more tips, honestly. Yeah. And Elena's going to be like, you're so mean. Multiple I times. I kind of hope Marsha, like, gets a boyfriend or something. I hope that Elena gets a boyfriend. Well, honestly, I think that Marsha would actually know what to do with one. Because Elena, I don't know. Well, she's... <laughs> it's just because she's so, like, self-involved right now. You know what I mean? I think Marsha yeah. could, like, appreciate the time. Yeah. To enjoy some somebody else. I think Elena is just like, I want I mean, my mom to take care of me. Yeah. yeah, and I also don't, I also like don't see, I mean, none of these girls' relationships are good. Yeah. But I don't see her relationship being with a guy being great because of how dependent she is on her mom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you're I also going to want to go to home every weekend. Yeah. You have to balance between like your mom and like seeing your boyfriend. If you best believe you pick your mom over your boyfriend over the weekend, he's going to feel neglected. Like yeah. Jason and Jared and. Right, all the mother motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it for episode six and seven. Five and six. Five and six. Yeah, we're going to do seven and eight next, and then nine and ten after that. And then that will be all of season two Hopefully. of Smothered. I honestly wish they would do a tell-all, because I just need for them to hear like, things Pillow that I have Talk, to say about where them. they, like, rewatch the shit together. Put us on Pillow Talk TLC if you ever Please. hear this. We... We'd have to pillow talk from separate bedrooms, though. Because you're... Well, you can come to my bed. It's a lot bigger than yours. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but yes, um, you guys seem to really be liking the Smothered episodes. They get a lot of listens. Yes. So we're going to do, obviously, some 90 Day Fiancé-ish stuff. We're going to do the other way. and We may or may not. We're not committing just yet. Yeah. Well, we're not committing. We're not saying if we're committing just yet. But just let us know what you want to see because obviously you guys are liking Smothered. Um, Shoot us a message. We're on all social media platforms Mm -hmm. at High Time for True Crime. You can email us at HighTimeForTrueCrime at gmail.com. You okay? You having a stroke? Uh, I don't smell burnt toast yet, but my lips kind of hurt. Smile while you're smiling. My like, I have chapped lips. I need to go uh, chapstick up before we record another episode. But yes. All right. Well, wet your whistle. (laughs) 
Someone told me that wet your whistle does not mean exactly what I think wet your whistle means. There's a sexual undertone for everything. You guys yeah. have a good day, bud? <laughs>